So I am very excited to be speaking today with Mark Ebner. Mark Ebner is an independent journalist and an investigative reporter who has done some of the coolest stuff I've seen in LA. When I was a teenager and I was putting on a goofy V for Vendetta mask and running around in front of the L. Ron Hubbard building on Hollywood Boulevard, a lot of what I knew came from information from Mark. Uh, also writers like Tony Ortega at the now defunct Village Voice and uh Basically, without Mark, we would not know anything we now know about Scientology. We would not know anything we know about the dirty dealings in the major Hollywood uh, agencies. Uh, we wouldn't have a lot of what's now in, in the Me Too and Time's Up movement without the reporting from Mark. So I'm very excited to uh, meet him today and chat with him. How are you doing? Well, good. I'm excited to be on this uh, struggle show here. I think um, that... It's the perfect opportunity on a Wednesday afternoon to chat with you and uh, indulge in some fine California weed. The best. Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That is definitely a benefit of living here. I uh, I left my my pre-roll in the car. I didn't know if it was going to be rude or not, but I'm very happy. Never rude. It's uh, always welcome in my house. So you have a, a... a weekly crime podcast? It's called The Gray Zone? I do. It's called The Gray Zone. It's uh, I call it that because, uh, you know, I want to say you'd never know what hat I'm wearing, but half the time I don't know what hat I'm wearing. Uh, you know, as, you know, my introduction on that particular podcast is I'm a New York Times bestselling journalist. I'm uh uh, no, New York Times bestselling author, a, an, an award-winning journalist, and I'm a husband, and um, it's and I'm a private investigator. I you know, and and that came about. The private investigation thing came about. Oh, back in 2008, I believe I was working on a book called uh, Six Degrees of Paris Hilton. Your listeners can't see it, but it's right up there on my shelf. And I was investigating this uh, uh, gang of uh, young Hollywood uh, criminal hopefuls who were, you know, taking apart Hollywood. They were doing uh, break-ins, uh, you know, robbing each other, stealing art, blah, 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 blah. And my main source in that book, a guy named Darnell Riley was doing a dime in Corcoran State Prison. And I'd go up there to interview him, and I'd be sitting in a, uh, you know, in the visiting room with guards posted all over the place. This was Supermax. This was like level four or five, uh, you know, violent offenders. And I wasn't able to tape my conversations with the main source for my book. So, um, and, and listen, I'm not Truman Capote, you know, I, 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 I can't lay claim to a photographic memory. I'd walk out of there and forget everything we talked about it. Maybe the weed had something to do with it. I don't know. I'm an old stoner. What can I say? But what I did was I got a PI, I, I became a PI. And then that way, uh, I could go into prisons as a, uh, a lawyer proxy, if you will, and they'd let me tape my my interviews. And this worked on several stories because as a crime writer, your best sources are usually doing time. Now, do you find that when you immerse yourself in crime and when you immerse yourself in scum and villainy, it can have an effect on your day-to-day interactions and your, uh, you know, do, do you find that you're a more cynical person, a less trusting person? Hmm. 
Good question. Am I more cynical? Am I less trusting? Uh, no, I just say that I find myself looking over my shoulder a lot more. For instance, when you said you were going to come over and do this podcast, I was like, yeah, okay, come on over, but lose the address. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because unfortunately, when you write about crime in the sense that you're it's like sometimes literally dropping into a crime scene when you're doing uh, crime journalism as it happens, as a consequence of that work, quite often your subjects may end up doing time. And then they start thinking they'll be sitting there, you know, locked up. They have plenty of time to think and they'll think that fucker Ebner, you know, he, uh, you know, I thought he was cool, and then he wrote all this shit about me. Yeah, well, the truth hurts, don't it? You have plenty mm. of time to sit and think about your fucking behavior. Mm. But at the same time, they come out and they want revenge. And, you know, consequently, I mean, like, as you know, with Scientology, they'll harass you for the rest of your life. Sure. But various and sundry criminals... uh may just just well come up on you and put a bullet in your head. So I'm always looking over my shoulder as a result. Um, but what is what has it done to me, make me more cynical? Uh, no, I grew up in Providence, Rhode Island, the original crime town. And I'm referencing a popular uh, podcast on Gimlet Media, Crime Town. Have you heard it? I have. It's fantastic. It's really good. Um, yeah, that's where I grew up. So I was inured to uh, criminality at the highest levels. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, the, the mayor of my city was Buddy Cianci, for God's sakes. You know, people listening, they can look that up. But no, it hasn't changed me at all, except uh, for the fact that, you know, marriage changed everything. Now yeah. I'm not just looking out for myself. I have a family I'm mm -hmm. looking after, too. Yeah. Well, and, and have you... You know, if you if you're if you're going to a city, uh, if you want to cover flashy criminals, Los Angeles is the city to do it in. Although the entourage effect has worn off, and now all of a sudden you're seeing a lot of people in the entertainment industry and in Hollywood adjacent businesses act like they're very well behaved. It's something I've never seen before in my life this past year in this city. <laughs> it's something else. Yeah, well, that's false. You know. That's zebras don't change their stripes, you know. When you um, when when did you first start investigating the Church of Scientology? Oh, cripes! That must have been. I think we're going back. Yeah. All right. Uh, nineteen ninety six. I'm uh, witnessing, you know, these uh, these drone type people marching around Hollywood. In, you know, stealing valor, essentially, wearing mm -hmm. these naval outfits with the lanyards and the stripes and everything else. And I'm like, who are these people? You know, I, I, I didn't know much about Scientology. I did know about the Moonies, for instance. I had a brush with them when I was a teenager that almost led me to get on the bus you know, it was one of those things, a cult trying to seduce you. Um, so I, I, I kind of had an understanding that they were part of a cult, but to know what it was all about, I knew that I couldn't just walk up to a Scientologist and try and find out any truth about the organization from 
an active member, so what I decided to do was join and figure it out for myself. So I called my editor. I said, look, I'm going in. And he's like, have at it. This was Spy Magazine in the 90s. You know, we were doing gangbusters out there, uh, you know, in terms of uh, topics and, um, you know, topics that would actually surprise you, Scientology being one of them. So I joined. I went through the initial processing, the uh, auditing, uh, and that sort of thing. And um, I realized that what they were doing was a form of mind control by way of hypnosis. Uh, that is what auditing is, mm-hmm. you know, and it starts when you walk in the door. You know, whether they're going to hook you up to an e-meter and help you find some troublesome incidents in your life and show you a way to eliminate that. Uh, To hear the full episode, subscribe at patreon.com slash struggle session. Like what you hear, want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.